Well, hey guys, welcome back to the Norton Young Adult Podcast. Ethan and I are continuing our conversation on what it means to be an apprentice of Jesus through simplicity. All right, Ethan, we're back again with another podcast. Oh, yeah. Chatting again in the seats with the microphones, and you got tea. I do. This is actually new tea. Uh, My wife got it for me for my birthday over the weekend. Ooh, that's right. It was your birthday. How old are you now? I'm a whopping 24 now. 24. How about that? What a guy. 24, and it's on Valentine's Day. Yep, Man. I don't like bringing that up, but nope, you well, just brought it up. For I the, brought it up for the world to know. For all twelve listeners, yeah. I don't know. Well, you also got <laughs> a, a, a video message from all of us young adults. I know that was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> that, man, that was probably the best part about one of the best parts, I should say, about my birthday was getting the video message. Yeah, I mean, I had a good laugh, and that's awesome. Very man. appreciative. Yeah, so. it was a struggle to get everybody cohesive in that to get it to work but you got the one take that actually turned out well it's so. fun to go back and watch through the video because you see people <laughs> making different faces and stuff <laughs> yeah right you can pick out little things i love it man yeah that's so. great so i know last week we were talking about uh study and meditation well i mm-hmm. guess the week before um and so that was kind of the conversation we're in i don't know if we have a little bit of a recap or kind of like where we were at and then into where we're going this week and what yeah. we're talking about yeah so we said study's super important because we're all trapped on an island right yep uh we're all focused on what we want what uh getting god on our team getting god on our agenda mm-hmm. rather than that really wasn't the gig that jesus offered he's like yeah the offer is this come follow me not me follow you mm-hmm. so come follow me and Paul kind of reminded us about renewing our mind, uh, and so we talked about meditation and what that looks like is uh, disconnecting to attach or reconnect to uh, Jesus. And so basically we went through real quick in the four things on how in the world do we read the Bible. Well, we said listen to God. Uh, God's Word is the Bible, so we listen to God in the Bible. We look for Jesus. He's the main character in the Bible. Respond to the gospel. That's the overarching story of the Bible. And then follow the Spirit. And so the Spirit kind of leads us, helps us navigate the Word of God, reminding us, stirring in us Mm. uh, our affections for Jesus. So, yeah, that's kind of the recap of last time we were together. So this time we're jumping into simplicity. But before we do that, Mm. Garrett, you're you're looking at me like I'm— foreign because you you look very tired <laughs> garrett why don't you share where you were at just yesterday just yeah. a little bit i feel like well, literally this morning I yeah was this there. morning actually yeah were you there this morning like yeah well oh, we, so we went a good friend of mine um he wanted to go for his birthday with um so i, I have a group of guys we uh we meet every single tuesday mm-hmm. and um they're the closest guys to me and like we are we always say like we're doing life together yeah um brothers in christ walking trying to like do whatever and and we wanted to do special something special for his birthday You're trying so, to soften the blow like make it sound uh, super spiritual yeah, is what it sounds yeah like. but really it was just a bunch you know of guys hanging out oh yeah just a bunch of guys hanging out we went my buddy charles he he bought tickets um, a hotel and a rental car, and and he called us all up. He's like, "All right, all that stuff is covered. You guys are flying down with me to Fort Lauderdale, Florida, yeah. for yeah. literally 24 hours. <laughs> We're gonna hang out, celebrate his birthday. It'll be fun, and then the next morning, get on a plane and head back to Ohio. So this morning, to give you a picture of where I was, I was driving in a convertible Mustang." <laughs> 
on <laughs> the Atlantic Ocean, the coast, oh you know, gosh. checking out the sunrise before we headed to the airport. And um, it was a crazy ride, man. I'm, you know, it was vacation Garrett for a while, you know, just like not a care <laughs> in the world, listening to Jimmy Buffett, you know. And then... Here it's we fantastic. are back, and we're we're back to work, man. We're working into this, and it was great. <laughs> I feel really relaxed. I'm like, this is great. I feel like I got like that newfound energy, you know, hanging out with my guys and stuff, and it was great. It was a really good time. That is awesome. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, it was fun. I love that. We were just talking right before we started hitting the yeah. record, and I'm like, I have got to. Bring we got to bring that up. Yep, that's fantastic. So. Uh, I'll try and lead a little bit, direct the conversation. Yes. If, if you start falling asleep or whatever the case. Okay. Yeah. If I but. fall asleep, that's just why. <laughs> that's that's my excuse. We'll have fun, man. So simplicity. Uh, what we're talking about is that, and and uh, I think this is such uh, one of our day and age that's so vital for us mm -hmm. because all of these spiritual disciplines. What I've tried to do is say, why is this important? Why in the world? Should we care as followers of Jesus to do this outside of the fact that Jesus did it? Because sometimes that's not enough for us. I don't yeah. know why that goes through our head. But right. like, if we're following Jesus, we're following the lifestyle, the pattern, the way of Jesus, mm -hmm. and we're his apprentices. And one of the things he practiced was simplicity. That's so important for today because uh, culturally, materialism is kind of the ruler of our day. The more that you have, the happier you'll be is kind of the mantra mm. of today. Um, yeah. It's like this, uh, I picture like the the carrot dangling in front of the rabbit and he <laughs> can never get it. It's just, I'm going to keep chasing after this thing, yeah. this illusion that's in front of me that I can never fully grasp or uh, contain. Uh, uh, I, I was listening, John. I think John Mark Comer's book uh, said this, is that shopping has replaced Christianity. Mm -hmm. uh, that not atheism, which I thought is fascinating because we kind of get distracted by uh, shopping, by gaining more stuff. Yeah. It's always a matter of what's the newest, coolest, greatest thing. Right. Yeah. We live in a world of gain. Yeah. It's about how much can I acquire. Yeah. Yeah. So a couple years ago, I went and got the uh, AirPod Pros, yeah. right? When they first came out, or not the Pros, the, Air, the AirPods, the original. Just the, ones. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, the first generation. And I was. Which, by the way, if you don't have a set of those, simplicity for sure. But those are really good. I'm just gonna be <laughs> honest. Like, I love my my Apple Air AirPods, not yep. the Pros. So that's the sponsor of this episode, by the way. Apple is the sponsor, <laughs> right? But I was thinking about it, and uh, this year, a lot of my family members got the Pro, the Apple AirPod Pros. Yep, which is great. I'm like all for it for them. But I remember uh, sitting down that night, and Kimmy and I were just chatting. And I'm like, wow, I'm kind of bummed. Like, I really see them all getting the, the <laughs> Apple AirPod Pros. And I'm like, wow, they have noise cancellation, yep. all this fun stuff. I'm like, that would be really cool to have one day. She's like, yours work just fine. Why are you looking to get new ones? Right. And uh, not that I would never get new ones. Yeah. But just the idea of why why are we always we're always chasing the newest thing right mm. like when we get a phone the next iphone comes out iphone 11 plus x y z comes out which i think they're already past the 11 aren't they i have no they're idea under the they're. 12 i don't or 13. keep up with it man right. and i'm like there's so many of them <laughs> <laughs> no doubt but it comes out like every every few yeah. years or yeah. so seems like every year there's a new something right yeah and so they we're kind of taught in our culture this materialism 
we got to have the newest, coolest thing. Yeah. John Mark Comer, he says this, shopping is now the number one leisure activity in America, mm. surpassing the place previously held by religion. Amazon.com is the new temple. The visa statement is the new altar. And double-clicking is the new liturgy. Mm. Lifestyle bloggers are the priests and priestesses. Money is our new God, right? That this consumerism culture shopping has kind of just taken over. That the the um, I, I think what's fascinating when I look at it, or what's kind of intriguing to me, is the average American sees up to six to ten thousand ads a day. Six wow. to ten thousand ads, and just and just in wow. uh, I think twenty nineteen two hundred and fifty. $4 billion was spent on advertising that are, at, like, literally, I think ads are great. Some of them are hilarious, but we're, we're being told all the time, plastered in front of us, is you got to have this thing. you got to be able to do this. you mm-hmm. got to go to this spot right. on planet Earth. It's incredible. Best spot in the world. You'll find peace and zen and this holy moment. Or yep. you got to have this thing because this is going to help you in your life get to this certain point, right? And the lie of our culture is this, that more money plus more stuff equals more happiness. Right. And so it's that dangling carrot in front of us that we keep trying to chase after, mm-hmm. right? Um, John Rockefeller, uh, he kind of worked in the oil industry. He he was asked one time, uh, when, when will you reach enough money? He had a ton of money. Hmm. When will you reach enough money? And he said this. He said, just a little bit more. Yeah. That's when enough is. That's when I'll hit enough is just a little <laughs> bit more. And the more stuff we have, the more stress that happens in our life, I think is what uh, Jesus would echo, is that we we are so hurried to get this more stuff to reach this level of happiness that we're never reaching. Foster, he says this, we buy things we do not want to impress people we do not like. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right? I, I think about that. Um one time I bought uh you ever made a dumb purchase, Garrett? Uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just because you wanted it, you know? Yep. That's uh, the life of a musician, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you can share one with us. I just think of one for me. Um I made a dumb purchase several years ago. I just started working at the church, which means I had no money to be buying anything. Yeah. And I wanted a stereo system in my car. Mm. And so what I decided to do, mm. I went out to Walmart. I didn't want anything crazy. I just wanted a little bit of bump when I came down the road, right? Yep. And so I got the subwoofer uh, in the back of my car, took it home, started getting ready to install it, open it up. And I was like, oh, my gosh. They forgot to put the wires in in the installation. And I'm like, that's really weird. Oh, no. And so I called my buddy up who had a... Subwoofer in his car, and I said, "Hey, can you help me install this? It doesn't have wires. Like, are those in my car already, or whatever?" Yeah. And he goes, "No, you got to buy those." I said, "Really?" And I already spent quite a bit of money on this subwoofer yeah. that I couldn't afford. And he goes, "I said, well, how much is it to buy the wires that for the installation?" And he's like, "Well, it's this X amount of dollar, a couple hundred, and then a couple hundred to get it installed by somebody." I'm like. All right. Well, thanks, man. So I hang up the phone and I drove back to Walmart and sent that thing back. I could, I couldn't afford it, right? Like, yep. but we're always trying to make uh, kind of that stupid purchase desire uh, to get something more. Yeah. And so one of the questions I think is so important to ask is, 
uh, what's stoking, uh, I kind of like the way this is phrased, what's stoking the fire of my desire? Mm-hmm. Is what are the things in my life that I feel like I can't, I'll be happy if I just get this. Yeah. Or I'll feel better if I can just have that. Yeah. It's that question of satisfaction. Yes. It's the question, like, you know, I, like I, I think about it, you're talking about some of these ads and we're constantly like have these ads thrown at us. What's a huge thing that you always see? You always see them saying satisfaction guarantee. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that should mean, like, if, if you take it to the, you know, extreme farthest lengths, I think about, like, okay, if it's a satisfaction guaranteed, that means I will never need a newer version. I'll never need anything else, anything, like, you know, within that realm or whatever it is that I'm being sold. Yeah. Um, but that's never the case. Yeah. If I'm truly satisfied, if that's, like, my guarantee, then I should need that iPhone 25 <laughs> whenever that comes out. I yeah. should need whatever it is, the next new thing. Yeah. That's fascinating. I, I think of I think of Jesus when he says this in Matthew six six twenty four. He says this: No one can serve two masters. Either you'll hate the one mm-hmm. and love the other, or you'll be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothes? This is so fascinating. When you read the Bible, what you'll see is that's the Sermon on the Mount, right in the middle of that. And you'll see uh, probably a heading in your Bible. Those were kind of inserted later. Yeah. The heading goes, Jesus talks about money or something like that. Yeah. And then right below it, Jesus talks about worry. Mm -hmm. Right. And then right below that, I think, or somewhere in there is prayer, Mm -hmm. either above or below that. Um, But what's fascinating is those headings are helpful and they're hurtful. Because those headings, when when I read, uh, when I when I tend to read the Bible and I look at the Sermon on the Mountain, it's interesting to me. It feels like Jesus is just kind of showing a bunch of things into one sermon. Mm. And he's like, "Hey, don't forget about this. Don't do this. Don't do this." What? And you're like, "What in the world's he talking about?" Yeah, right. It feels so like uh, scatterbrained almost. And mm. what I think is fascinating, I think he did this on purpose. It's interesting to me that he put money. And worry right next to each other. Yeah. Right? Put money and worry. Why? Because I think money and stuff leads to more stress. Mm-hmm. I think we have a lot of stress today because we've had more stuff than we've ever had. Mm. Right? So simplicity simply put is this. Simplicity simply put. <laughs> okay. uh, it, it's not living with nothing. It's just living with less. Mm. Uh, Jesus, I, I think we often have the uh, wrong picture of Jesus. Jesus was not dirt poor. Um, if you think about it, he was a tradesman, so he, he made a pretty decent living as a carpenter. His yeah. dad would have made a, a decent living in that way. Uh, he became a rabbi and was funded by a bunch of wealthy donors that were mostly women. <laughs> um, you can check that out in Luke 8, yeah. um, beginning of Luke 8, but... And, and at the end of Jesus' life, the Romans, uh, as he's dying on the cross, hanging there, they're casting lots over his clothes, right? Because they have some value. I'm not saying Jesus was filthy rich, right? Yeah. We see him walking around kind of as this nomad. But Jesus didn't have nothing. Like, the spiritual discipline isn't be poor. The spiritual discipline is simplicity. Yeah. So the goal is to declutter my house or my garage or my closet to declutter my life. Hmm. 
So kind of like we said a couple of weeks ago, slow down your body to slow down your life. Right. This is declutter your body space or wherever you're at yep. to declutter your life. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so some questions I think that we, we should be asking is what if more stuff equals more happiness is bad math? Mm. What if more stuff equals more stress? What if more stuff equals less of what really matters? And then what happened? What would happen if I rejected the message of culture and followed the actual gospel? Right. right. I think some questions when it comes to the practice of simplicity, I want to give you some practical things, but some just questions that uh, might help you navigate this if you're like... Mm sitting there going, I don't know, I don't have a lot. We're college students or we're young adults, and we're like, I don't have a lot of money. I get it. Yep. But sometimes we can get a lot of stuff that just mm-hmm. kind of fills up our life. Am I one that has to organize a lot? Do I spend a lot of time organizing my room, organizing my house, organize? It's great. I think you should be organized. But if yeah. we have a lot of stuff, if we have the closet in the back and mm-hmm. then the storage unit outside and then the yeah. other closet in the spare bedroom that nobody's allowed to go into because we just have a bunch of stuff there. Right. Right. Just interesting to me. Do I have multiple closets, storerooms, sheds, rooms like that? Uh, how am I like when it comes to like sentimental things? Like sentimental stuff's important, valuable, all that. But yeah. sometimes what we can do is get a ton of sentimental things. And what that does is we're so stressed about if our house burns down, we can't get everything out of the house, mm. right? So mm. we're stressed about it right. rather than going, it's just stuff. Jesus kind of had this open hand. Um, so here's here's maybe the practice of simplicity. You still tracking with me, Gary? I'm following you, you Okay. Yep. Here we go. So the practice of it um, that might uh, help I just want to put handlebars on it so, yeah. so it feels like we can make sense of this, is um, maybe some more questions, some some different practices. But as you practice, here's a couple of thoughts. Uh, before you buy something, ask yourself, what's the true cost of this item? Yeah. So think about a motorcycle for, for a second. If mm-hmm. I bought a motorcycle, one, I got to have this place to store it. Mm-hmm. One, I got to put gas into it. One, I got to be able to repair the bike. One, I got to be able to mm. drive the bike. So, like, yeah. there's different prices that I'm paying. If I ever get in an accident, I got to repair the bike then. Yep. So, it's not just that $5,000 down to buy the motorcycle. It's a continual payment yeah. that I'm still making to that thing. Um, so, when I buy something, I want to just ask myself, what's the true cost to it? Mm. Uh, do we really need this and why? Yeah. I, I just, I said this, why it down? So, when you... <laughs> Why it down? You you heard me right. <laughs> yep. Why it down? When when you think about, am I going to buy this item? Just keep asking. Well, why do you need it? So I want to mm-hmm. buy this sweatshirt. Well, why? Well, because it looks cool. Why do you need to look cool? Hmm. Well, because I don't know. Well, I want to buy this sweatshirt. Why? Mm-hmm. Well, because I need a new sweatshirt. Do you? You have nine in your closet. <laughs> like why? Just why yeah. it down? Keep keep asking. I think it's great to buy stuff. Buy new clothes. Get yeah. some nice stuff, but it's just stuff at the end of the day. Jesus mm-hmm. had this kind of loose attachment to stuff. Yeah, uh, Buy things for usefulness, not status. Don't buy uh, addictive things. Uh, so, like, I, I might push a little bit, but coffee, I think, mm-hmm. like, if you're buying coffee, just be careful. Like, yeah. Jesus kind of had this loose attachment to it. Uh, 
-hmm. Don't buy the next coolest gaming system if it's going to get you addicted to this thing, right? Yeah. It's it's just stuff. Have a healthy skepticism in buying things. Yeah. Uh, never, never impulse buy. Don't go out and buy car amps, right? Just because <laughs> you want car amps. <laughs> Uh, yep. This is a big one for me. Buy fewer things, but better things. Yeah. Spend yep. your time. Buy it right. I, I love being cheap, but buy right. Just mm -hmm. buy it once. If you buy a cheap thing, you're going to buy it several times over. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of an example. I can't think of one off my head right now. Um, hmm. But but don't buy cheap. Buy yeah. the right things. It's worth the yeah. money. Just buy it once. Yeah. Well, I think about in my life buying a guitar. I went to go buy one of my first guitars. Yeah. And I, I was going to settle because I wanted a new one that day. And I was young. And I came home. I'm like, well, there's this one I really like. $700, Dad. Yeah. And I said, but there's one I can get now. It's $300. He's mm -hmm. like, well, why don't you do this? You work for me. Like, do yard work the rest of the summer. And buy that new one that you really like. And I still own that guitar to this day. Yeah. And it's one of the nicer ones I own. And that's that's a huge thing. I'm, I'm a big fan of that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's so key. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say this, make sure you get used to just sharing, make it a habit to give stuff away. I heard, uh, I was reading a book this morning, actually, and uh, one of the philosophies that this guy was trying to teach, wasn't by a Christian, but um, he was saying, uh, get one in, one out. Hmm. And I was, I thought it was fascinating. I took it as, a, as actually for a thought of my books, how many books I have. Yeah. If I go, to, I just bought a bunch of books. It was my birthday this week, so yeah. I went out and bought a ton of books. Yeah. So my thought is, well, what would it look like for me to take one book in at a time, and then give one book out? So then I don't have a storehouse of books. Yeah. That I have to worry about hauling everywhere I go for the rest of my life, hmm. right? Or I don't have to bring them all into the storage, like whatever, one in, one out kind of idea. Um, yeah. Live by a budget, learn to uh, enjoy things without owning them, enjoy other people's stuff, like just learn to go, mm -hmm. you know what, my my uncle has a cottage, and I don't ever have to buy a cottage, but I'm going to go down there and just enjoy his mm -hmm. stuff uh, just because it gives me a space to be able to do that, and so yeah. then I never have to pay for for something like that, but learn to uh, enjoy other people's stuff. Cultivate a deep appreciation for creation. Yeah. Um, I think that's that's key, like just learning to love being outside, learning to love God's world. Uh, enjoy the simple things. Enjoy the ordinary life. Call. I love this one. Call out the lie in the commercial. Hmm. Uh, call out the lie. Like when <laughs> when I watch commercials, I just sit there and I'm like, wow, if I buy that, I will look like that. If I buy that uh, machine, I will have a six-pack by the end of the week. Right, yeah. It's never true, so I yep. just try and call it out right away. It's just be like, nope, that's not true. Kimmy, I won't look like that if I buy that. Don't <laughs> worry. So <laughs> so there, it's just good to, to recognize that our culture is feeding us lies to yeah. try and promote selling things. I get it. It's not like I'm. there's a demon behind every... Uh, commercial, no, yeah, but understanding that we're just going to call out the lies, and then I would just rebel against the culture in this quiet, simplistic way mm -hmm. of just telling yourself less is better, less is better, yeah. less stuff equals less stress, which makes you more happy. It's yeah. not the other way around, right? Yeah, so, um, l let's do this. I was going to jump into secrecy, Garrett, but I think yeah. we covered a lot, we around. did. And simplicity.
Yeah. Is there any thoughts you're having? Yeah, I mean, I'll say this, that um, uh, this is something that, like, really hits home for me mm-hmm. growing up. So for those of you guys who don't know me, this is something that, like, um, I grew up in a home that, you know, we were a little bit more well off. Yeah. So I had a lot of things growing up. I still have a lot of things. Yeah. And um, a lot of nice things, even, I'll say. Yeah. And I remember one time having a close friend of mine um, seeing, so I have a, you know, a relative who owns a extremely nice car hmm. and he saw it and, and he was engaged at the time. And he told me he was, um, cause he had seen the car and he was like, man, I won't be able to ever afford something like that. Hmm. Have that thing that's really cool and really expensive. Um, so how can, you know, I ever experience a cool aspect of that, like with my wife, like that sort of like relationship, like going out and driving this super nice exotic car. Hmm. And I looked at him and I said, it's, you know, cool. It's nice. I won't deny those things are sweet. But uh, in terms of quality of life, it doesn't add and uh, it, it only subtracts to a degree, mm. you know. It, again, it's nice. It's cool to have. I won't deny it. But um, I'll say this, like something cool within my family, like I said, growing up in a little bit of like, you know, a less simple life in terms of the things that we had. Mm-hmm. Um, I always say this. The best thing about my family is we don't let those things yeah. get in the way of being a family. Yeah. Um, and so this is something that really hits home for me of where I have people look and be like, wow, you have all these things. Life must be great because of that. And I said, actually, no, they don't, you know, define the aspect of what that is and yeah. stuff. Simplicity, on the other hand, and I'm moving to a point now in my life where I'm like, I'd rather have less yeah, because it doesn't add to it. Yeah. You know, I've had the latest and the greatest and it's kind of like, all right, cool. It's yeah. just what it is. Um and so I, I encourage that thought even in a day and age where it's like to get to that certain point, to have those things, to have the really nice, you know, Ferrari is like, you have to have that. And it's yeah. like, it doesn't add to it. Yeah. It feels like, um, some people maybe catch the carrot Yeah, and, uh, maybe it sounds like a little bit like, uh, you guys caught the carrot and, yeah. and it's like, it, it's just a carrot. Yeah. Like, it's not that great. It actually didn't bring all the satisfaction, didn't answer all my deepest needs. Right. And then some people spend their whole life on the other end of the spectrum, mm-hmm. and they they see the carrot, and they're like, oh, I, I can get it, I can get it, I yeah. can get it. And I think that's so important to kind of judge where we're at, because we probably yeah. grew up very differently, Garrett. Yeah. Uh, where, not that my family was poor by any means, no. but um, I remember grilled cheese and... Ramen noodle soup was the best <laughs> meal uh, every Sunday we had. Right. Right. And I didn't realize that it wasn't because it was the best meal. It was because we just, that was an easy, cheap meal for Sunday afternoon. Exactly. And I think there's so much value in just learning to be content where you're at. Right. Um, figure yeah. out what level of contentment you need to be at, mm-hmm. what stuff you actually need. Mm-hmm. And then go through your closet. I remember I did this not too long ago. Hmm. I just went through my closet and just started pulling out shirts that hmm. I don't wear. If I haven't worn it in six months, I'm not going to wear it, yeah. like, more than likely. So I got rid of it. Just get rid of it. Give it away. And it just, part of it helps you declutter your life so then mm-hmm. you feel less stressed. And then another part of it is you get to share in the joy. Like, I gave a bunch of shirts to my brother. Yeah. And he got to be able to have a bunch of free stuff for for nothing, right? Yeah. It's just a way in which uh, to give as well as selfishly speaking for say also sh- less stress in my life. Yeah. Just try it is what I'd say yeah. to people. Just try it. Go through your closet today mm-hmm. 
go, what do I need? What don't I need? Right. You know, Steve Jobs, he wore the same outfit every single day. I'm not <laughs> saying you got to go that extreme. Right. But there is this, like, minimalistic lifestyle that's super attractive and, and appealing to me mm. over a materialistic lifestyle. Exactly. We're not defined by stuff. No stuff's going to last. Yeah. Uh, just realizing that, you know what? I can I can hold it very, very loosely. Yeah. Uh, all my stuff, so... Agreed. Looking forward to next time. We'll just hit uh, secrecy and um, fasting next time. Yep. That sounds like a plan. This has been very good, Ethan. And uh, so, yeah, excited for next time you guys tune in. We'll talk about that. If you guys aren't caught up yet, continue to go through and keep up on uh, some of the podcasts, and, and we'll keep on cranking through. It's good sounds stuff. Sounds good. All right. Bye. Love you guys. We'll see you later. Bye. <laughs>